I think about it first in terms of where it physically hits me. Shoulders, tension here, yeah, and probably behind the eyes as well. Uh, so it affects your mood um, and, and goes into sleep as well. But how do you produce stuff all the time, all day long? You know, how do you come up with something new? And it's, it's because I allow myself to do that, you know, and I train myself to do that. And uh, if you stay still for too long, no matter how comfortable your chair is, uh, you're going to make a static stress. If you went and got in your car after someone else has been driving it, mm -hmm. you would you would change the mirrors and you would change the seat and you would yeah. angle angle the mirrors here. You know, you'd make yourself ready for the next bit of the drive, wouldn't you? People need to start building that in to the way that they're working at the desk as well. They end one task and rather than right, reset themselves ready for the next task, and giving themselves a little bit of a break as well. Mm -hmm. They just, they get on with the next task and they sort of just like push the stuff here, but then they're fighting against that stuff. Do these little resets during the day. And try to push through it inefficiently, uh, ignoring the stress. Instead of taking a break, getting creative and solving the problem easily. People feel that management are actually telling them that that's the way they've got to work. Or do you think it's more a case of people assume that managers are watching them and that's the way they've got to work? They've got to be on it all of the time and, and, and can't have this balance. Adrenaline, cortisol, what actually makes you addicted to having this uh, stress. So you physically and psychologically don't really want to get out of the state once you get into this uh, loop. If you have encouraging environment like a boss or a manager who is uh, having the same problem, going through the same thing without managing it, he will expect this kind of behavior to be normal. It's a cyclical type of thing. Yeah. If, you, if your management are stressed, then the people are likely to, the people below them are likely to be stressed as well because, exactly. because they expect that kind of behavior because that's their yeah. behavior. Exactly actually a lot of systems still tear towards a, a, a hierarchical system and a, and a micromanaged system um which isn't necessarily the right way to go so i'm, like, I'm not going to get stressed out about it though because you know i'm i'm in the flow and i'm in management of my stress people may go may go like that the 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 boredom people look at the stressed people and think and go, oh, well, you know, they're just so silly. They're just going to burn out. So I'm just going to go more into this boredom play on Facebook here for an hour. And the, mm -hmm. the stressed people are looking at the people who are bored and go, why am I doing all the work? And they're getting yeah. more anxious about it. And if you don't feeling good, then it's a symptom of not having that meaning, not having that purpose. I feel good. And, you know, that's... <laughs> That's the truth, oh, because people do want to feel good. And yeah. that's that's what really resonates with people. Hello, it's Graham Cove, and it's midday on Friday. And in a minute, I'm going to be speaking to Tom's. But first, let's have this. Oh, <laughs> my
I need to get going, mate. I'll see you later. Tom's so much so thankful that you could join me on this wonderful Friday. Is it sunny where you are? Because it's beautiful here today in Somerset. Yeah, it's sunny here. Lovely. It's a bit uh, cloudy, a bit of a haze of Kalima, but otherwise it's uh, nice and warm and sunny. Lovely. Where are you coming from today? Today I'm from Tenerife, one oh. of the digital nomad uh, capitals. It is. It is absolutely. You're a digital nomad yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long have you been a, a digital nomad, just out of interest? Uh, it's been on and off a couple of years. Yeah. What what attracted you to the lifestyle? Freedom. Freedom. And the warm weather. And the warm weather. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, today, we're here to speak. I'll bring the poster up again briefly about loving your stress. Now, a lot of people would look at that and go, well, you can't love stress surely <laughs> but but we're here to say yes you can and it's all about getting that relationship i suppose with stress right isn't it mm, definitely yeah and uh, actually before we go to loving your stress what i noticed from my experience and uh, is that every time when we talk about stress we all know what it feels like how, how it manifests we all know the feeling of stress, but the problem is once we try to put it into the words and try to express it to someone else, we have asked 10 people and you have 10 different uh, definitions. So I'm just curious, what would be your definition of the stress? Ah, oh, that's a really interesting question. I, I guess I think about it first in terms of where it physically hits me. Is, mm. is that something that a lot of people say? So I would guess shoulders tension here yeah yeah um and probably, and probably behind the behind eyes, the as, eyes well. as well mm. um but what else in terms of stress i guess things like just feeling um feeling that you just uh, are having a bad day uh, out of that as well uh, so it affects your mood um and and goes into sleep as well certainly affects your sleep if you're, if you're overly stressed yeah i love how you said that uh, overly stressed because it's uh, links into the love your stress part would you agree At yeah, least for me, ab yes. ab absolutely absolutely so let's talk about that and the reason i said overly stressed is because at the same time i am the kind of person that is on the go 24 hours a day <laughs> right i am entrepreneurial i am my mind's always going and for me i need whether you want to call it stress uh, adrenaline pressure the positive pressure whatever you want to call it i need that in order to you know make me do what i do you know um i'm a very creative person and that has to have a push in it you know mm. and, and a lot of people a lot of people when i when i talk about what i do and and 
LinkedIn in particular, etc. They will go, yeah, but how do you produce stuff all the time, all day long? You know, how do you come up with something new? And it's it's because I allow myself to do that, you know, and I train myself to do that. So I, and you have to have the energy that's created out of that that need to do it. Um, in fact, I just got off the the phone speaking to someone just now and and i actually said well the problem that you've got at the moment is that you're not putting yourself under enough stress <laughs> mm. yeah so should we talk about that i mean it's, Surely, is that, yeah. is that, and that's an issue for a lot of people in the workplace they in a way they back away from putting themselves into a into a, a situation where stress can enable them Definitely, because uh, most of the time when people talk about stress is uh, talking about uh, de-stress and overstress, And everyone kind of knows what it is, but not so many people talk about uh, having not, not having enough stress to motivate you, just being uh, bored and lazy in a workplace. And that's also a stress. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's the worst kind of stress, I think, in a, in a way. <laughs> Uh, if you if you're bored then you're just looking for things to to uh preoccupy you most of the time etc um and it's and it's probably the worst stress for anyone employing someone as well isn't it i mean you you don't the last thing you want is for your people well i guess both things you don't want your people to be bored um which is something that one of the bbc uh stories last week was talking about there's a huge rise in terms of people being bored from working from home and alongside that at the same time there were a lot of stories from uh, about burnout and i guess those are the two opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of stress definitely so what what can we do about it what 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 helps us here toms well the first thing as i said is uh having the drive and mindset of wanting to allowing yourself to uh, feel stress. And th that's why you have to love it. It's uh, because, uh, as you said, you have these two opposite ends of the stress, uh, boredom and burnout. And because uh, it's always going to be there, the stress, and you want to be that in the middle sweet spot. Some people call it the peak state. Some people call it flow, uh, call it what you want but you're gonna have stress in your life and that's why you have to love your stress and be aware of it. And uh, in order to be aware of it, you have to notice uh, how does it affect you and have those symptoms you described earlier in conversation. So just being aware, okay, my neck is a bit stiff, that means I'm getting stressed. That's, uh, that goes to the burnout side or I'm just getting tired. My eyes are getting a bit more heavier and uh, i'm getting bored so i'm getting to other side so i need to bring it up so the stress management in itself um, is about noticing these things diagnosing as a stress uh, getting unhealthy relationship with stress and correcting them looking for those ways that's in how about you i, I yeah no i agree i'm just going to ask you in terms of things like environment mm -hmm. and and there may be some of the things that we do at work or, or some of the things that we interact with. 
are there particular things that are not helpful? I'm 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 thinking for myself that mm -hmm. uh you know, in terms of in terms of a working environment, I need to mix that up during the day. I need to, you know, I I've got the ability here to um stand and work. I've got the ability mm -hmm. to sit and work. I've got the ability to go outside and work. And all of those things really help both in terms of you know keeping me psychologically on track in terms of giving me new reference points but also helping me keep stay in that flow if you like as opposed to mm -hmm. getting getting bored um because i'm in the same environment and zone or or you know or getting stressed because i feel too enclosed if you like I, I, when you've been talking to people about about this in the past is how how important is environment yeah i do the same practice as you it's uh because the human body is made to move and uh, if you stay still for too long no matter how comfortable your chair is uh you're gonna make a static stress and the same for the hands when you type on the laptop uh, no matter how comfortable you are you do need to have those breaks and uh, just move, make a rolls, whatever. As you do, you, you change your environment completely. Not everyone is able to do that, unfortunately. So they need to take care of a actual condition there. What are your thoughts about this? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's, I think it's essential that people vary what they do, when even at the same space. So, um, you know, there's something I've talked to people about over the years in terms of work, work environment, which is that a lot of people don't even bother to make changes mm. to their environment before they do another task. And actually resetting at points during the day is really healthy because it just it resets the body at the same time and, and the mind at the same time. Um, and it's really, it's, from a physical point of view, it's really very good as well. Um, and the, the, the sort of example I always give people is if you went and got in your car after someone else has been driving it, mm -hmm. you, would, you would change the mirrors and you would change the seat and you would yeah. angle, angle the mirrors here, you know, and you would, that, that's a bit hot there, so I'm going to turn that down a little bit. You know, I might open the window mm -hmm. a bit. You'd make yourself ready for the next bit of the drive, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so people need to start building that in to the way that they're working at the desk as well. So it's like, don't always come in and, you know, not bother to adjust the seat and try and get the seat comfortable or not bother to, to you know, think, oh, actually, that's a long way over there. I might you know, this task, I'm going to be doing this. So let's get this ready for this. And I, I see over the years, I see people sort of like struggling with their environment as well, because what they do is they go, you know, they end one task and rather than right, reset themselves ready for the next task and giving themselves a little bit of a break as well. Mm -hmm. They just, they get on with the next task and they sort of just like push 
the stuff here, but then they're fighting against that stuff. So now they're twisting and turning and it's awful. So yeah, that, that would be, that would be my take on it. I think you really need to do these little resets during the day. Um, and breaks, breaks are incredibly important. Um, I mean, how, how important would you say is that, you know, people stop, take on food when they really need to take on food. They take on water when they need to take on water that, you know, um, and, and from time to time, they just physically switch off from that digital world and, and, you know, go somewhere else for, for five minutes. Yeah, I really love the, how you brought up the topic about taking those breaks and resetting. And that uh, example about the uh, car resetting seat, that's so juicy. <laughs> because people understand it, it's so so good example. And uh, you wouldn't do that, uh, yeah, you wouldn't drive the car if you're not uncomfortable. You know that you can crash if you're, if you don't see the mirrors for Same, same with the resetting. Yeah. Absolutely. When when people come to you to help them through, uh, uh, help them through this kind of experience, and and you you work with them, what what's the one thing that you always see in in the way that people are working? Well, the problem is that uh, I don't actually see the people working because I do the meetings online, and I just see them when they show up to my to my meetings. So I don't actually see them uh, caught in a crime or caught in action, you know. So that's a I cannot really answer this question. Uh, how about you? What do you see? Well, the, the same for, for for me. I, well, I, these days I, I don't do it. So, um, but in the day back in the day, I would actually go and observe people working. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would actually see them doing. But but what I'm saying is from a from a example of um these people that come to you is there is there mm -hmm. something similar between each of them that that you always see not not physically see but you know in terms mm -hmm. of their their mental uh, uh you know their mental setup or 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 the type of person the type of person is um the most common theme is that uh people notice their stress they know it's there but it's the mindset they don't really want to get rid of it oh right so it's kind of like i i have this task i want to finish it i'm feeling uncomfortable and uh, instead of going for a walk having a reset taking making sure that i'm working on a peak performance no i rather push myself and keep on focusing narrower on this problem and try to push through it inefficiently, uh, ignoring the stress, instead of taking a break, getting creative and solving the problem easily. So that's and, the biggest. And do you think, do you think this is actually more of a psychological problem that people have about their place at work by that i mean you know where they fit into the system at work or or do you think it actually comes down from management do you think that management are actually people feel that management are actually telling them that that's the way they've got to work or do you think it's more a case of people assume that 
managers are watching them and that's the way they've got to work they've got to be on it all of the time and and can't, and can't have this balance it's a good I mean? point i know what you mean and i think it's a good point and i think they're both related because there's like a it's like a puzzle the one thing is that uh, you have uh, chemicals uh, your hormones adrenaline cortisol what actually makes you addicted to having this uh, stress so you physically and psychologically don't really want to get out of the state once you get into this uh, loop so that's one factor of it uh, however if you have encouraging environment like a boss or a manager who is uh, having the same problem who is having the same psychology and going through the same thing without managing it uh, he will expect this kind of behavior to be normal and yeah. he will encourage and uh, say oh, yeah what you're doing is right keep on doing that keep pushing and that's the, like the other side of the coin where you have these uh, everyone the same having the same problem and it's just a peer pressure coming onto you oh that's interesting yeah so actually it's it's a cyclical type of thing if yeah. you if your management are stressed then the people are likely to the people below them are likely to be stressed as well because exactly because yeah, they expect they kind of expect that kind I've of never behavior thought about because that's, that's, their point behavior. Of view, that's really interesting exactly. because they expect that kind of behavior because that's their yeah. behavior exactly right so in that in that respect if people are, are looking for a way out of this you, you'd really like to see managers first in a way you like yeah and then it's, the culture like the managers first they would lead by example and then, of course, they, they need to make sure, as a feedback, that there's encouraging culture. Right. Absolutely. No, that that makes a lot of sense, and I, and I agree with that. And I, I, just before lockdown happened, I was beginning to do quite a lot of work um, around sort of different management structures as well, mm -hmm. because I believe that there's still a lot of very archaic management structures out there, which are very sort of micro managed driven and, and very sort of hierarchical based um and i don't know what you think but i think maybe more more modern agile ways of management which are sort of more team based as opposed mm. to that hierarchy and with you know kind of more more sort of checking in on the team and making sure that the team don't have the obstacles in the way are, are better than you know just giving people there's your kpis that's what's expected of you get on with it you know etc and then that and that sort those kpis have filtered down as you say from management who've got their own kpis so they're like jeff's got to be doing that because if jeff doesn't do that i don't i don't get my figures for the month and I'm stressed about my figures for the month and I've got to do this, et cetera. And I've got to show the person at the top that I'm doing everything that I possibly can do. So, yeah, I, I, I believe that how a business is structured, that the the more agile it is in terms of its management structure and and teamwork, the better it is as well. Is that is that what you found? Definitely. The structure has to be flexible enough and clear enough for the people to understand. Uh, however, I love to 
think it as a root cause in mindset. So you could have any kind of structures like a tool. You could use hammer to nail the nail the wall, or you could use hammer to hit on your uh, thumbs. Yeah. So <laughs> but if your if your mindset doesn't change, you could use any kind of structure will not to make any lasting improvements in the companies. Uh, productivity, income, or just the happiness and well-being of the employees. So I would say mindset first. And once you have a right mindset, you will start seeing and searching out and accepting the better structures and systems. That's right, how I see it. That's interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you've got to, you've got to decide that this is the way that you, you want yeah. to, to be. Set those standards. Set those standards. Then and then you you in looking for culture change because you need yeah, to exactly. you need to imbibe that culture across and across the organization that's where you then start looking at what fits in in terms of a structure that actually enables mm -hmm. us to to meet that culture yeah no absolutely true I, and and for me that was where i started looking at things like okrs and uh you know alternative systems from that kind mm -hmm. of hierarchical management structure what amazes me still though is the amount of mm -hmm. um sort of systems etc that still have to try and pin you into a hierarchical system so still to this day you know if you buy into a uh if you buy into an hr system or whatever it tries mm -hmm. to it tries to map out the company rather than like in in circles if you like and and, mm -hmm. and in overlap overlapping teams it tries to mm -hmm. map the, the the company structure from there 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 like that <laughs> yeah and it's 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 a bit of a you know it's a bit of a difficult one really because i think actually a lot of systems still tear towards a, a, a hierarchical system and a, and a micromanaged system um which isn't necessarily the right way to go. Um, Ashley, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning. I, I'm gra I am. Um, that's what happens when you put a space between someone. I'm not going to get stressed out about it though, because you know I'm I'm in the flow and I'm in management of my stress. If anyone's got <laughs> any questions about uh, stress management or uh, being in the flow, uh, do do let us know. So I mean, you you. Uh, deal with people in, in and stress situations across not just in the workplace but in other areas of their life as well but in terms of the in terms of the workplace is there any particular kind of work that you <laughs> or that you mainly see people stressed with um not specifically any kind of work no no, no, no. What? No particular industries that are particularly highly, highly stressed out, like sales, banking, sales, right? Sales. Yeah. What? What? Um, what is it? What is it about sales? Is it? Is it? Is it the the pipeline structure of sales? Is it the fact that uh, you know everything's based on the result? Yeah, it's a kind of expectation that you have to meet those targets, and. Uh, once you get close to the deadline and you're not really um, seeing those results yet, uh, it's very likely for the people to get into the old habits and thinking that more stress will 
solve the problem and they get into this uh, rabbit hole of yeah. uh, thinking okay because in the beginning you need to put that because you're kind of like a bit too relaxed there's no targets you need to put a bit more stress and it has to stop at some point and once the deadline comes up or just coming closer and closer you don't see the results yet if that's the case or you're having your own ambition then uh, yeah, it's so easy to fall off the edge of the productive stress and just thinking, okay, I need to increase a bit more. Okay, I need to increase a bit more. I need to push myself a bit more. And that's the that's the pattern I see. Interesting. While you were saying that, it made me think, is part of the issue as well that different people different people deal with their stress or go towards a particular end of the stress? Mm-hmm as well and therefore within a team especially like a sales team and i i guess i've seen this as the stress point mounts because um you know you're getting through the month the sales target you know there's the board up there sales mm -hmm. the sales haven't necessarily been as good as they should people may go may go like that so you may have you may have one part of the team who are like heading towards anxiety etc about this and and you know trying to work later and yeah. do work harder not get away from the desk or whatever and then you get another group of people that just go well do you know what that's not going to happen so i'm just going to play on facebook here for an hour yeah. and i'm just going to get you know and they go into boredom factor but actually mm. within that whole scenario what then happens is the 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 boredom people look at the stress people and think that the, the are heading towards the burnout and go, oh, well, as you know, they're just so silly. They're just going to burn out. So I'm just going to go more into this boredom. And the, mm -hmm. the stress people are looking at the people who are bored and go, why am I doing all the work? Yeah. And they're getting yeah. more anxious about it, you know, whereas nobody's bringing that, as you say, collective balance and flow to that so that actually the team as a whole can reset maybe and go, right, okay, let's, you know, let's just get in on in control of this and let's, let's go with the flow <laughs> uh, towards what we can achieve, you know, and once you get in your rhythm and in your stride and you're actually using that as a more positive energy, then you, then you're more likely to get there because everybody's on board with it. Is that, is that something you think you see? Yeah, definitely. Uh, however, uh, depending on the manager, if manager notices that boredom part, uh, and if he's uh, empathized with the highly stressed ones, he might decide that uh, we don't need those bored people anymore. True, true. But but then again, at the same time, boredom boredom is, as we say, it's a sign of stress in a yeah. way as well so in a way both people need the opportunity to to get that right and exactly. actually and actually i you know um i think for a lot of people they they don't want to go to work to be bored you know they no just they're, they're bored at work because there's something wrong there in mm. the culture of that work that that's not going right in the same way no one wants to go to work stressed um how how important do you think it is that not only do, does a company 
get the the sort of stress culture right i'll get to get that sweet spot as you as you say in terms of stress but it's really important that a company really embeds within its staff the, the sort of main goals of that company because i know that a lot of people will go to work for a company and don't really understand what that company's about they understand mm. what it is that they're doing right they understand their job but they don't really buy into what the business is about and for me part of good stress if you like is um completely believing every single day in what i'm doing yeah yeah and knowing that the bigger objective of what i'm trying to do is worth doing it for right because otherwise i think if you just think oh i'm going to work to to i you know i've just got to go through these spreadsheets and uh you know i, I don't I, I don't don't really know why i'm doing it but i'm just doing, I, I know i've got to do it you know if you don't see the bigger picture if you don't see meaning the meaning for me it's meaning for yeah. me it's meaning yeah so t t talk to me a little bit about that what why what does meaning mean then what and what why what should people be looking for in terms of meaning so in my case like uh what i would love to mention here is like i love love the how tony robbins uh puts it a human has uh six uh needs four basic and uh, two of them are uh fulfillment so it's um certainty uh variety um love connection significance love and uh, love which is connection and growth and uh, depending which ones you value the most uh, th there's all gonna there's where you're gonna uh, try to source your meaning from yeah. so if you if you're uh, really encouraged by getting appreciation if you value significance a lot then your meaning will most likely will be sourced uh, by some encouragement from the colleagues from the boss saying oh good job toms you did it well and you feel more significant oh i'm re i'm really great and that gives a kind of a meaning in your life and depending where you are in the spectrum here uh that's where you're gonna find this why i'm actually doing this yeah to feel good because as i uh, see it at the end of the day it's really simple and uh yeah simple we all want to feel good as as blunt as it sounds we all want to feel good it's the thing that uh, we get the feeling good from different things and if we don't feeling good what we're doing then it's a symptom of not having that meaning not having that purpose why am i actually doing this and then you lose this uh, part of yourself and uh, having that satisfaction is that what enables yeah uh, do you know what that's a great place to end i i i think you're absolutely right um and that that is why that song resonates so well everybody sung that song at one point in their life where i feel good and you know that's that's the truth oh, you know the yeah. reason that the reason that that part of that lyric of that song resonates so much is because people do want to feel good and yeah. that's that's what really resonates with people toms you've been a great guest today thank you so much for exploring the topic of loving your stress with with myself if um if people are listening to this and that they feel you know that's made an awful lot of sense that's the kind of culture that we've got at the moment and it's not 
particularly healthy uh, and they, they'd like to get in touch with you um, to, to sort something out, there's your name. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even try and pronounce your your surname. How, how do you say that? Tom's Astachovskis. There you go. You um, can find it on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, there's a really cool feature on LinkedIn where you go to the profile and you yeah. press the speaker uh, icon, and yeah. then you can hear me pronounce my name. <laughs> Again, it's, it's the it's the best way. I have I have a similar one for Kof. Because believe it or not, people can't pronounce my surname, right? Even though it's just coat with an H on the end, <laughs> right? I, <laughs> and, and believe it or not, when I go to hotels and things, people can't spell it, even though I tell yeah. them how to spell it letter by letter. But there you go. That's the thing about names. Uh, they're incredibly difficult sometimes. Um, but, Toms, thank you so much for joining me. Thank today. you, Bram. Um, I hope people pleasure. have enjoyed this. Uh, if you've got comments throughout the day as you're watching this on LinkedIn, please put them in the comments. And I'll make sure those comments do get over to Tom's throughout the day. Bye for now.